baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. We may need a movie or a show to take our mind of how horrible the world is. There's a lot of strife, and boy, it is nice to get a break through some entertainment. As he always does on Friday mornings at 1030, Tim Lammers is joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline with his reviews and suggestions. Tim, always great to chat with you. You too, Jordana, and unfortunately for you in October, I've been putting your mind every week on a horror yes. film. I know, it's been awful. Well, it's Tim, the time of year. Me. It's that time of year, though. Yeah, it is. It, it is Shocktober, as some say. It it's is. scary so season. The so last you're going to start with something called uh, Friday Night, at, Night Freddy. at Freddy's on Peacock TV. David, let's hear a little bit of it. Hi, this is Mike. I was just calling to see if that job that you offered was still available. Yes. A security guard. I will take anything. This place was huge in the 80s with the kids. They shut it down years ago. The owner's just not ready to let it go yet. I will work and you will sleep. I understand. Give me your hand. Okay, so what is this? I'm assuming it's scary, right? Is it a, a, Kruger, a Freddy Krueger thing? <laughs> Freddy Krueger? <laughs> no, no. Oh, it's no, not? but oh, you know okay. what? It it look, if if you've been to any of these family restaurants that have, you know, like they're a play place and they got video games and yeah. sometimes yeah. animatronic figures, there's those animatronic figures are freaky. That's right. Okay. Showbiz pizza place. I still have nightmares. There you go. There you go. And and so certainly these places have existed. Some of them may still exist. Freddy uh, Fazbear's Pizzeria in video game and movie form exists because this is based on a popular video game that's mainly about jump scares. And my son gave me a quick introduction to it uh, yesterday before we went to this film together um, so I could have some sort of idea uh, the game is mainly about jump scares, but since it's a video game series, there's been lore uh, about the game and the characters created, their books, etc., action figures. I mean, it's a big, big deal, this Five Nights at Freddy's thing. So, um, yeah, I have to say, not knowing anything about it going in, I was very impressed with what I saw. I thought, okay, this is going to be a jump scare movie. Yes. Uh, it sort of felt like a Goosebumps episode at first. And then, you know, these creatures come to life, and then that's scary. And then it kind of delves into psychological thriller territory. It's somewhat of a ghost story. I, I couldn't believe how engaged I was by this movie. I thought, okay, this is going to be a dumb movie, especially when it seemed like the studio, Universal, didn't have any confidence in it because they started streaming it on Peacock TV right away as well. So you can actually get it in theaters and on Peacock if you want to stream it. 
But I think it's a lot better than if I don't know what, why they're doing it. It's like, why would you do that? You want to make money on your movie. I guess you can subscribe mm-hmm. and make money that way to the streaming service. But yeah, I was I was mildly freaked out by this film. <laughs> freaked out in a good way. <laughs> well, and, and here's the thing. It's a PG-13 film. And I know some diehards are saying, oh, it's got to be an R-rated movie. Well, you got to remember, the demographic for this game is pretty young. So I find this interesting because there might be younger kids that play this, and I'm seeing this movie, at least from a, per- a parent's standpoint, and I'm thinking, you know what? If my kids were under 10, there's no way I'd bring them to this movie. Mm. I, would, I would let them, mm-hmm. you know. But But then at the same time, you might think, well... If they played the video game, maybe they're all used to it already. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, just as a guy who wasn't familiar with the lore, wasn't familiar with the video game, et cetera, et cetera, prior to this film, I, I mean, that's the way I viewed it. I thought, this isn't a movie for younger kids. You raise a good point, though, about Halloween movies and that, you know, there still should be uh, a, a chance for, you know, not super young kids, but even younger kids to, like, see – and I, I use the word horror movie, but a, a scary movie where it's not yeah. blood and slasher film kind of thing. And there there should be, a, you know, an outlet for that. Yeah. And, and certainly I mentioned Goosebumps last yep. week, but I think that even delves into teen territory. I mean, my my standbys and they're great standbys are your nightmare before Christmas movies, you know, uh, the, the, the you know, the, the stop motion animation. That's a classic I mean, yeah, introduce them to something like that rather than throwing them yeah. into Five Nights mm-hmm. at Freddy's. Or like, and before we get to uh, the, the movie pick here, uh, or the Netflix, uh, the Pain Hustlers, I wanted to, you and I have, I think, share the love of the classic horror film. And I'm talking about the, the you know, Bela Lugosi's Dracula. And oh, yeah. Boris oh, Karloff's yeah. Frankenstein. I mean, those, and it's just amazing to me how they hold up. And, it's, and, and you know what the amazing thing is about that, Adam? They're all rated G. Yes. That's what. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But they're scary mm-hmm. as heck. They're scary, yes. and but they're, they're they're human stories as well. Yes. I mean, they're they're about tragic figures, tragic characters, and in a way, that's the kind of weird thing about After Five Nights at Freddy's. These animatronic creatures are actually tragic characters. So there's a little bit, a lot more in this case than to these characters than I ever would have imagined going in. All right, uh, the streaming pick this uh, week is uh, on Netflix. Uh, Emily Blunt, Chris Evans. It's called Pain Hustlers. I will not give up on my dreams. I will make my life count. You're going to get through this. It's who you are. I will make my life count. Only two years of high school. Well, I left to pursue a career in sales. Cut, cut. What is that, like steak knives? Yeah. Um, it was other kinds of knives, too. Mm-hmm. Give me a shot, please. Don't embarrass me. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Oh. Oh. Pleasure is mine. What do we got here? Hmm. Yeah. Well, this is another opioid drama, yeah. although it's it's oh. much lighter than nature than your dope sick. And uh, there was another one on Netflix, another opioid drama with Matthew yeah, Broderick. Yeah, painkillers are... Yeah, painkillers, the Sackler story. Um, this one delves into more of the sleazy sales tactics that these reps for this small pharmaceutical startup that they participated in uh, to sell, to get doctors on board to, to prescribe their fentanyl-based 
medication. Um, and Chris Evans it plays one of the – it's probably the sleaziest thing I've seen him play. And he's really good. I mean, you know, you love him as Captain America. He's a good guy, all-American good guy. And here it's just like you want to – he's such a sleazeball. <laughs> you know, you want to just tell him to shut up. But, you know, it just kind of they, – they claim in this movie that, oh, this is standard. They, they pay these doctors that they get to prescribe the medications speaker fees – which basically is greasing them with cash and all sorts mm-hmm. of other fringe benefits in order for them to get them to sell the medication. Now, this is based on a true story. Of course, they, you know, they have to make it into a movie, so they're going to take a lot of liberties, but it's still just as jarring in the end because eventually we do get to that aspect where the addiction that people have to, to fentanyl and these opioids ends tragically. So it, it's really another eye-opening movie. And, and I don't, you know, some people are saying, well, how many of these sorts of opioid dramas do we need to get? Well, I don't think enough. I think you right. really need to alert the public of the dangers of this stuff and the practices of some of these, you know, uh, companies and their representatives in order to get that medication out there. It, it's really jarring stuff. Okay, that see that's interesting that you say that because I've watched uh, I watched the Michael Keaton movie and a little bit of Painkillers and I find it to be so disgusting and oh, so God, depressing yeah. and I thought to myself, oh my gosh, we have to stop this. But it's interesting to hear you say we need more. And is it because you think people or salespeople should should pay attention or pharmaceutical companies should know that these practices exist? Well, yeah, because here's the thing. What happened to the Sacklers? Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Nothing happened awful. to them. Which is now, just crazy. In this, yeah, in, in this particular case, this was a real startup. I think they were I-N-S-Y-S, INSYS. I, don't quote me on that, but I think that was the name of the actual company where, you know, they were prosecuted and there was some jail time, but not nearly enough. Mm, not not nearly enough. enough. It's like taking baby steps ahead. It's it's just amazing to me that people can can get away with these crimes because they are crimes, and and serve probably their jail time in a in a country club, you know. So no, no, it's never enough. In 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 a way, this is the only sort of way that some of the people that have fallen victim to this stuff have gotten justice mm-hmm. to expose these yeah. people and these mm-hmm. practices. So that's why, yes. Have we seen it before? Yes. This, again, it kind of takes on more of the, it goes after the, 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 the sales practices than it does the yeah. actual addiction. You do get the addiction part as well, but it's more of the stuff that's, uh, that you see on the front end. Uh, and, mm-hmm. it, and again, it's, it's pretty amazing that these things go on and it goes on right under our noses. And people got very, very rich. Of people getting addicted oh. to opioids and dying, which is oh yeah, grotesque. It, 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 yeah. It, you're right. You're right, Adam, and you're right, Jordana. It is disgusting. But it's again, disgusting. L- yeah. let's roll it all out there for everybody yeah. to see and call these people out. We're talking uh, to Tim Lammers. Tim, I know uh, they got one more week to try to resolve that uh, actor strike, and then it won't be until January, right? Before yeah. they come back, so uh, yeah. it's, it's, it drags on. It drags on, and, you know, the reports are coming out that they're a little bit closer, and they are going to meet again today. 
So, yeah, it is basically, and, it, and a lot of people have said this, let's give it to, to, till November. I mean, November is next week. So the studios aren't kidding when they say, this is a couple of days ago, they said, we're going to give this one more week, and that's it, we're going to pull back. So um, the, the, the message apparently from the Guild to its membership is, we're not going to cave. So it's going to be an interesting uh, next yeah. couple yeah. of days, and maybe by next week we're going to know whether this thing is going to drag on or possibly, hopefully, we're going to talk about its settlement. Well, we all want it to be settled, but I, I, I'm in, we're in SAG-AFTRA, so we want the actors to get what they need, the way the writers yes. got what they need, the way the United Auto Workers uh, got what they were demanding. So now is the time. And if that means we're delayed getting our entertainment, and no offense, Tim, I know that's you know your bread and butter, then I'll wait because I want the actors to be victorious. Oh, don't worry. I'll find something to talk about. I want, <laughs> yeah. them to get what, I want them to get what they have coming to them. And here's the big misconception out there is that we're really only aware of the, you know, the top, the, the upper echelon, the one, two percent of the George Clooney's of the world and, and all those. And you think, well, why does yeah. they don't need more money? There are the, the other 98 yep. percent. Yes. Struggle to make a living. Barely get by. Yep. Yes. This, Yes. This is really mm-hmm. uh, the, the the toll it's taken already over the past hundred days on them has been so damaging. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's going to be a tough deal if they got to go uh, through the holidays actually mm-hmm. um, without this thing settled. A texter uh, texted in a question, and it's it's perfect because I've always wondered this too, and I'm going to ask it to you. Does Tim take notes when watching a movie in the theater on Ooh. paper or a laptop? How do you do that? Do you I take do notes? every time it's dark. I scribble in faith, hoping I can read it, and I never look at my notes ever. Wow. So that's, that's the truth. I mean, there are sometimes, let's say if I know it's for an interview, then I will try to be a little more careful. And I'll read those notes. But mm-hmm. I, I think I just feel better knowing that the notes are there. <laughs> But, but I honestly, yeah. I, I, nine out of ten times, I don't read them afterwards. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it just kind of the way, the, the impression the movie made yeah. on you, and then once you start writing, it just sort of flows. You commit it to memory by, by writing it down. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. the highlights, the lowlights, et cetera. And, right. and, the, and, and Five Nights at Freddy freaked me out. It did. That, that's okay. a big takeaway there. Okay. I we'll might have to check it out it. to see why it freaked you out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, those animatronics. It's like dolls, you know. They freak me out. Yeah, (laughs) I hear you. Thanks, Tim. Have a great weekend, sir. Have a great Halloween weekend. We'll talk next week. Sounds good. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 